1: Hello and welcome into the SoRare Andrews podcast brought to you by Rotowire and sponsored by SoRare. I am Andrew Laird from SoRare Data. You can find me on SoRare as Lairdino. I'm joined as always by Andy Black, who you can find as Black on SoRare. Andy, we're talking about MLS today, which I we were talking before. We are like, people are probably just going to skip this one. But I feel like we got more comments than previous ones. So
2: maybe everyone really does love MLS. Everybody loves MLS for sure. And... Honestly, like the people that don't love MLS, like have that like craving, that that's so rare craving. And it's like they still have to play it. They know they have to play it. It's a yeah. they can't leave that division empty. They got to they got to play it. America,
1: my favorite is like in the summer, you know, you get to like the end of the European season, everyone's like, yeah, I'm just gonna like wait it out until August, it's not that far. And then like the very next week, they're like, so who's this Keaton Parks guy? And you're (laughs) like, yep, there you go. Come on in. Come on in. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, the obviously the title of this podcast was When Cheap MLS Cards because Mm -hmm. a lot of people were asking, like, we've gotten like tons of questions about this. Like, oh, when do you think like the MLS cards are going to drop like they did last winter? And we kept saying like, yeah, we think it's like December, January, you know, like the true offseason MLS Cup final is this weekend, Portland uh, hosting New York City FC. And uh, so like we're not technically in the offseason, but like everyone, (laughs) only two teams are still playing. And there was definitely like a small dip in prices a few weeks ago, maybe even like two weeks ago. And the dip is gone. Yeah, what happened?
2: We're in a boom, man. We're booming. (laughs) Oh, that's right. The boom. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't make sense. All these guys are done playing, and prices are going up. I don't honestly. I don't think it really really matters until they're all done playing. I think I think people still kind of see the season as ongoing, Mm -hmm. even though you know, like ninety eight percent of teams are eliminated right uh i i think people still kind of feel like the season is ongoing (sighs)
1: um well it's not and yeah it's funny i was we were talking previously not on the podcast but about like what i was going to do over this winter and i had like two directions to go one that i thought was fun and one that involved buying more mls cards and i went the fun route and it turns out it wasn't as fun after one week, and now I wish I had just bought MLS cards.
2: It's not over yet. You can still sell.
1: Yeah. That, <laughs> that's true.
2: That's absolutely true. Um, I think it's, I mean, it's hard to, like when you already have like a MLS or America footprint, it's hard to like have the, I don't know, intestinal fortitude to be like, well, I'm going to double down and buy more now, like when prices are good. Because what what's the fun in that? Uh, yeah, what, did, what did you want to play? Like, what do you mean? What was the division that you wanted to play?
1: Champion Europe.
2: <laughs> you say say that so shamefully. It was so <laughs>
1: but, stupid. But no, I so I I sold a few cards, and so I had a little bit of ETH, which. I could have done a number of things with like withdraw it, but we've talked about why that's why I don't do that. But I guess the way that I was looking at it is that the MLS cards that I have, like I have pretty decent MLS cards. And so buying more like MLS rares, like didn't make sense for me. Mm -hmm. And the super rares that I should be buying were more than I had. So it was kind of like, do I keep waiting and just try to get more ETH and buy like one really good MLS super rare? Or do I just blow it all on some Champion Europe rares? And that's what I did. Because it's more fun. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be honest. So,
2: Champ- Champion Europe is fun. So John Nellis.
1: Hello, John, as you come in. So I'm going to partially blame Nellis for this. Because he we're, we're in a Discord together. And he brought up this idea. He's like, I, I really want to sell a bunch of my cards and get some like good Champion Europe cards. What should I do? And John, uh, or I'm sorry, Sean Newsham is also in that Discord. And Sean, in like the most delicate way that he could, told John that it was the stupidest idea that he'd ever heard. And I think he's both right and not as right because and so th- I wanted to play Champion Europe because. Like those are all the players that we all know for the most part. I ended not up with o- five guys that I don't really know. But
2: not only that, like if you do podium or you do hit if you do well, you have the greatest chance at, at hitting one of those, you know, insane cards that right. you're like the the chances of like pulling one of those out of a hat in all star D four or D three, I think is much slimmer than, you know, pulling it out of champion
1: no absolutely absolutely so the the problem is that it was like a perfect storm to set up a bad decision and Mm i i think i made a bad decision but like i'm okay with the bad decision like i'm starting to like prioritize fun in a game yeah so the (laughs) what (laughs) This is how I have to like justify to myself that this is a game and then like games are supposed to be fun. But I, it was a perfect storm because like I was looking at uh, points needed to win cards in challenger versus champion Europe leading up to when I made this decision to start buying some more champion Europe cards. And it was easier to win cards in champ Europe in like four of five weeks, four of the five past, four of the five past game weeks at the time. It was like, oh, I only need to score, you know, 315 in Champ Europe and I need to score like 340. And that's when everyone's like, oh, Ajax stacks are killing the whole game, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so this past game week was like the first time that I ran out like a full five player team in Champ Europe. That was like legitimate. Like I bought a goalie. I bought a forward. I had to buy a midfielder because one of my other midfielders got hurt. And my Champion Europe team, I think I had seven or eight lineups in the last game week. It was by far the lowest scoring one. And champion Europe was the highest scoring division of all the divisions in the game week. And I think that might be a sign, but I'm going to pretend it's not.
2: So what you're saying is it didn't work this one week.
1: Yeah. 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 This one week did not work it out. And now I just crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) I wasted all my money (laughs) on nothing. I would Um, definitely quit. Yeah. (laughs) I got to write back to Pavel and say I'm in. Just give did, yeah. did you have a guy with a red card too? No. That's it's the just, worst. Part. Just a lot
2: of red scores,
1: right? It was just oh. <laughs> So, the I I realized that the the reason that I the reason that I used to go into Champ Europe was incredibly flawed. In that I have an Alfonso Davies rare card mm-hmm. that I usually play in U23. And Davies, from an SO5 perspective, has been awful lately, including his time with like he's he plays a very much more attacking role for Canada, excuse me, that usually leads to terrible scores because it's just a ton of possessions lost and he doesn't get many decisives. So I actually stopped playing him in U23 because I had this challenger, uh, Venetia Souza to play and I have uh, Malashia from uh, Feyenoord as my defender. So I'm like, all right. Davies is not good enough for my U23 side. So I'll go play him in champ Europe (laughs) where the scores are harder or where it's harder to win cards. But that was like literally the foundation of this move. And I had also bought a Niccolo Rovella rare card when I was trying to improve my U23 side. And I was like, wait, he's champion Europe also. So now I have two fifths of a champion Europe side of like extra cards for my U23. I'm like, I'm just going to go play U23. I'm like, all right, let me just go buy a goalie and a forward, the two by far most expensive positions that you can buy. And then Ravella got hurt. So I had to buy another one, another midfielder. Oh, I had Sambi Lakanga too. So Lakanga was was like locked in. He was great. And then Xhaka came back this past weekend where maybe it was yesterday. It's all a blur now. Yeah, it was yesterday. And now like Lakanga can't even get off the bench. And so I went from like... Oh, I have this side, this team, and um, I, I probably should have just bought MLS super rares.
2: Yeah, or like you could have gone like, because don't did not you need like some uh, challenger help too to like like in the end we all know what should have happened. You should have sold Davies, and I should have sold Davies, and and taken that one ETH and did something fun with it. See, the worst part is I think Davies is like a fun card. Yeah.
1: But not, you know it's not fun? Getting 26-point scores.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> well, he's been fun until like this last month. And I, I I don't know if it's like the stress and the toll and the wear and tear of like all those games with Canada and back to Bayern and he's not rotating in just like a lot of minutes. I don't know if it's like that or if it's just like he stinks right now. <clears throat>
1: But I think the the theory of this guy is ruining my my, uh, U23 team. (laughs) So maybe I should just make a a champion Europe team with him. I think that that might've been flawed. Not great, Bob. Not great. But like I said, it's only been one week. We can bounce back. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Maybe. I've got cards for sale if anybody wants to buy them so I can dig myself further into the champion (laughs) Europe. uh... Oh, so that was the other thing. I was like not doing a ton of research like I ended up doing the the, like the worst thing you could possibly do and I was like I had this plan and and I wanted to get them in for this past game week so there I am Thursday night like needing to close deals so that I can have five starters and then of course I think all three of the cards I bought are now like 10% cheaper
2: and I didn't win a thing that's what that's what happens when uh their L5 goes down right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> prices go down lower. Yeah, it was.
1: um, <clears throat> Yeah. So, Sam, sorry. You're right. This has nothing to do with cheap MLS cards. Well, it has to do with cheap MLS cards because I'm not buying MLS cards now because yeah. I burned all my money. However, you're right. Thank you. Back on topic.
2: I think, I think Skate Perez's question is kind of funny. Uh, why are some MLS prices extremely high compared to like six days ago? I mean, p- part of it is Abalabore started buying a couple of uh, MLS cards. I did he buy Pretty anybody amazing. besides Rusnak? That one, no, I don't think so. I didn't look though. Okay, so I, I couldn't scroll through all. So the I timbers. can't blame. I can't blame it on him.
1: I mean, we can try.
2: Yeah, he bought another Timber and another uh, Lissandro today. Today. Today, yeah, he's up to like I think eleven total between the two. That's wild. All
1: right, let's see. Champion America, he bought, <clears throat> or she, who knows. Oh, yeah, the Carlos Coronel Super Rare, which we actually talked about because I was like, whoa, yeah. 0.9 for this. I'm not sure where that came from. And then I was like, oh, okay. He bought the Rudy Camacho unique. Rudy Camacho had a huge end of the season.
3: Yeah.
1: But he's a guy. And then, let's see. That's one, two, three, four Roosnock Super Rares. One Rusnock rare, the Mukhtar unique, Paxton Aronson unique, and two Barco rares.
2: Okay. Yeah, we did talk about the bar. So he, he's bought a little bit, but but nothing you know, he's not going crazy yet. Not yet. He's waiting for the dip. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and, and Skate has mentioned it. The the dip on Reynosa. I'm sure that the prices on him are coming down a bit. And not no, great. I and no, I'm I'm not a buyer. I'm not a buyer on that news.
1: <sighs> That's really bad. Yeah, he was like one of my better cars. I had two of them at one point. Are you down to just one or? or... I have one. <clears throat> but yeah, so like I don't know. Like we were definitely seeing, so this is how I know that we were seeing a dip is that I have a bunch of MLS price, like price alerts on my Sora data watch list. Most of them are for limiteds though, because I don't know, because I set it up that way, but I set it up at 0.01. So I was like, how many like stars are there available at 0.01? And at one point, like Chicharito was like 0.007. Zelarian was there as well, or Zelarion I'm not sure how you pronounce it because I've heard announcers say both, which really bothers me. And so I was getting all these alerts of all these cheap cards. Your boy, Miles Robinson was like 0.006 or something like that. Yeah. So I haven't bought any of them, but I was just like, boy, these are coming down. And then they just stopped coming. And I was like, oh, I wonder if my alerts are off. And it's like, no, everyone bought all of them. It's like, everybody was like, oh, here are the cheap ones. And they just gobbled them all up. <laughs> And then the sellers, you know, the people with cards were like, Oh, these cards
2: are selling now. Let me go sell. And now they're all back again. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think that we just haven't got to that point. Like, uh, you know, we always joked about the Christmas bundles. Um, I, and I think that that was pretty much the, the dead uh, low end of the MLS market when they really started pumping those out Yeah, and we just haven't got there yet. And And I think what, A little bit of the struggle, too, is with the season starting early, um, there's going to be less kind of time frame between the MLS finals finals this weekend and the start of the season. So here in another month, we're going to be talking about MLS preseason, you know, late January, early February or whatever. So, uh, I mean, there's there's going to be a gap in there where I think that we do see more more of a dip uh, than we're even at now. But. Like somebody said in chat, uh, everybody's waiting for the dip. Is there going to be a dip if everybody's waiting for the dip? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not. Me. Did you, you definitely bought one of the bundles,
1: the MLS yeah. bundles last year. Do you remember any of the cards? Like I remember,
2: I think all of them. Oh,
1: what's one of them? Eloy Room. Of course, you bought Room. Because yeah. I was looking at, my thought was that. They hadn't sold as many. Where is this room card of yours here? Was it the super rare?
2: No, it was a rare. I don't own it anymore. Um, oh, so uh, yeah, what you um, owned? Zambrano. He was part of that bundle, I believe. Uh,
1: what does he play? I've never He's
2: heard of it. Por- Portland. Uh, I think he filled in for a bit when Williamson tore his ACL, and then I don't know how much more he played. Uh, okay, let's see here. Because I was Renzo. trying to see
1: what the what the um mint numbers were. Yeah. To see if they were like if they we're further along. Here we go. Zam yeah, so I don't know if he's a great example, but Zambrano there, you got was twelve of a hundred. And yeah. like most
2: of the MLS guys. Uh try I know Robin Lode or yeah, Robin I think Robin Lode was in that bundle as well.
1: That's a silly bundle. Uh, I don't think you own him anymore.
2: No, I don't. Yeah, that was a, a bad one to give you. Uh, Anthony Fontana.
1: Oh, there he is. Yeah, so he was twenty-four of hundred. Okay. So the, the problem is, is that a lot of the MLS cards now are are in like the sixties and seventies. Yeah. So I see no reason for them to do these bundles. And They're, I mean, they won't. They're, it's not happening. Right. And so they don't have the supply. Yeah. There's no right. So there's no reason. So they have all this ex- excess inventory that every, you know, a bunch of people got literally this time last year. I think there were a few of them like on Christmas day. Yeah. And so like, we're not going to get them and there's, there are just not that many cards left to auction. And so if there are not that many cards left to auction, then we're stuck back at the secondary market. And now there's no reason to drop prices.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't think they're going to, well, I, I guess maybe they will try to sell them all. I mean, they they're at seventy four on load. I, I'm sure a lot of guys are seventy plus. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see uh, limited Christmas bundles.
1: I I would not be surprised at all if we did, and I wouldn't be surprised if they had fifty cards in them because there are so many MLS <laughs> cards to sell before the before like re- realistically like April. Like I would assume the new MLS cards come out in like. Yeah, April. That would be my guess. Like if the season starts end of February. It's almost two months to get new cards in. Why not? Yeah. Somebody's asking why the year says just 2021 instead of 2122. And it's because the season doesn't overlap in a year. Like MLS the whole MLS season is done in a single calendar year, which is why um they only have one year. Yeah. So, 20 things mid to late March for new season cards. And we're, I don't even think we're at 200. That's some of these.
2: Best hope for them getting new MLS cards out, right? Like, Barco's at 181. And that's in three days. The auction. Like, we have 820 so, cards to go. So, here's here's what's going flat out, this is going to happen. They're going to run out of rares to sell before. The new stuff comes out. Um, limiteds, they won't though, so they'll be able to. I, I think they'll be fine on limiteds because, like, it's funny. You look at I look at Robin Load, who's on his seventy fourth rare, but he's only on his hundred and eighty eighth limited. So, a uh, lot of supply left from uh, the limited standpoint. But I think that there's going to be like a bad squeeze there between start of MLS season. Everybody's going to want the cards there's going to be no new rare cards to sell. Even if they wanted to sell them, they're not going to be able to. Right. And then when they actually make the cards, take the pictures, get that done, uh, there's going to be like a price squeeze where we see we see prices go up significantly.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to pull this one up for us. Apologies for those who were... Uh, oh, wait a minute. Let me uh, take a second. So we were trying to think of, of cards that <laughs> Excuse me, players that would be like representative of that we could see, like if their prices are falling and sort of data, like you can see a rolling average.
2: And so, the we were c- real quick, so so Jai would know they don't have to put all 1,000 out, but they might try to. We'll see. Sorry for cutting. I off. mean,
1: <laughs> can they would have to do auctions every. <laughs> quarter second to get them all out before the end of the year before the uh the new seasons come right like it would have to be that much
2: yeah it would have to be so fast i love it all right let me see or bundles uh,
1: pull this up here all right so on story data if you just go to like any player page and so i was like wait a minute i know a few players here that we should look at. So Joe Willis. Well, that's quite a zoom. Here we go. That was that was quite the zoom. (laughs) So if you go to the rolling average history, I always prefer the three-day one. But like that. (laughs) So this is what happens leading up to the season is that Joe Willis, because I think he was either the top was he the number one ranked or was it Mauer? He, he was
2: the number one. I, Him or Mauer, I think, actually Mauer, I think, was the number one score. But it was like they were all very close at the top. Right. So
1: you can see in this section here, I mean, oh my God, 0.99 average here. Some sort of dip and then it came back. But, like, this is the trajectory that we're, we should be seeing, right? Like, as the season goes on, cards get cheaper. Like, what can you get them for now? One or 1.18? And so, like that's what I wanted to see for everyone. I'm scared to look at this one, although I don't even own him, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> Not quite as I guess he never got to one ETH. Yeah, because they were giving away the special edition mowers too. But
2: still, that's wild to look at. There, mm-hmm. the what is it? End of February, and I get yeah, Gary B. Boom, boom included. But um, still, there's a there's going to be a squeeze on the number of cards available.
1: Yeah. So Sam brought that up. So I think another good thing here is that the number of champion American teams has like exploded since then. Right. And so I still think we're going to see a run up to MLS, although Argentina and Liga MX are already going to be going on by the time MLS
2: there's rumors as well. I've seen that they may have the whole Argentina league. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's great or not, I guess.
1: Challenger America soon. (laughs) maybe highlighted by MLS. So, yeah. So we were looking at different, uh, different guys. I wanted to bring up Zellarian or Zellarion. I still don't know what it is. If anybody in chat has an opinion on it, I'm happy to hear it. But like, you can see this dip in October, August, September, and then like October 0.055. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I should buy one. And now 0.143. Like it's tripled, basically. What, why is this happening?
2: Where my cheap? Like, did we miss it? <laughs> did we miss the dip? I still don't think we missed the dip. I still think end of December, early January, there's going to be. It's going to be there, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if Zeller Ian you're ever going to get for 0.05. Like, I don't know what that was all about. Someone did. Yeah. I mean. I think like guys like this are almost like recession proof. Like l- look at him.
1: <laughs> Gil certainly is. Yeah. If I, I think he, I'm pretty sure his cards came late too. Like he, I'm pretty sure that that's spike wild. in June was like, that's when his cards came out. People are blaming it on the people joining. Why are people buying? Why are new people coming in and buying MLS cards? MLS
2: rares because we're looking at rares. Right, in- this is just rares. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's probably it. I think the newer users are probably getting European limiteds. Unless their name's a bottle boar. <laughs> I and mean, that's
1: just buying everything. Actually except limiteds.
2: I feel like he's I don't know, reasonably priced. The most I completely disagree with you. I think he is so grossly underpriced that oh, it's like underpriced. shocking. Okay, to me. yeah. I mean, Damn. I guess that's part of it is you know being a 32 year old winger, but I don't know is is he 32 or 30 31? I don't know. 31.
1: 32 in April. Okay. I just, why is this guy? All of them. I mean, obviously it's going to be cheaper now than when the season starts, but I don't know. I just felt like we were expecting a significantly bigger dip. Maybe that's all it was.
2: Yeah. And I I think that, you know, when, whenever there's more volume, you're just going to see lower uh, or, or less, less big deviations. You're not going to see the big drop-offs and the big spikes. And when there's a lot of volume, a lot of users, you're going to see, you know, um less deviations on a dip at least.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I think the pre boom prices are gone forever, though. Say that again. I think the pre boom prices are gone forever. Yeah, so I, don't I think so. That low anymore.
2: Yeah. I mean, what what is he pre boom there? I, mean, I don't know. Low That's kind of where he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. 0.099 .09
1: on December 7th. Oh, literally get, a year ago today. He'll, he'll get there again. <laughs> a year ago today, 0.099 for Andre Blake.
2: Yeah. When he becomes second choice, he'll, he'll be 0.099 again. When Freeze Matthew gets ahead of him. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the other one, Bednick. Yeah, I don't think Bednick's beating Bed, anybody else. Bednick. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Is there, are there any MLS cards that you... Maybe I shouldn't, shouldn't ask you and put you on the spot, but are there, are there any that you were looking at that you were like, oh, if this guy gets cheap?
2: Yeah, um, a couple guys. Uh, and, and I don't think that they will, but uh, Carlos Gil is one of them. Lucas Zeller-Ian is the other one that we looked at. Yep. I, I was actually going to be looking at Reynosa in the offseason uh, as just like a cheap pickup, and there's no way I'm buying that card now. I was um, going to...
1: I was looking at the Reynoso super rare cause I have <clears throat> the Debassi already and it was like 0. 0.9, I think. And I was like, that's probably fair, but I'm like, but it's MLS off season. So it's not fair. Like, I think that was like an appropriate during in season price. And then, yeah, obviously it's gone.
2: Yeah. There's a, uh, I've got a big issue at midfield in the MLS right now, just with I don't know. I've, I've already complained enough about all of my midfielder injuries and issues, but I've got guys getting quite old in the midfield. So that's one of them. The other one was going to be Maxi Morales. His, his chart's going to be bizarre to look at. Like look at the glimmer of hope, September, uh, September of 2021 there, you know, like prices started to come back up as he started to get healthy. And they were like, Oh no, he's got knee issues again. Dropped off the cliff. Absolute free fall. (laughs) Um, that
1: boom looks like just a middle finger to all of us, doesn't it? Yeah, I know,
2: right? Just so sad to look at that one. Hmm. Uh, I I guess you know how low is he? Yeah, best offer is point three. What?
1: Yeah, point three one five.
2: Crazy. Uh, I mean, if you could get him below point one, he might be a good bet on. Uh, yeah, two days ago go. Go below point one. Yeah, might two be days a good. Ago. Might be a good gamble. I don't know if he could get healthy, then then you're in good shape. But I just, I'm I'm really worried he's just not gonna, not gonna get healthy again. He's just done. Yeah, that that knee seems kind of toasted. And I I, I guess is Maxi uh, re-signed for next year? Is he still under contract?
1: <clears throat> the only reason why I didn't want to look at uh, New York City FC prices is because they're still playing. Yeah, and so I feel like you could see some dumb like, oh, you need to do a pre-game week uh, FOMO.
2: Uh, yeah, buys,
1: like me ahead of Ch-
2: champion Europe, but but it doesn't look like you see see that here. But you know what is funny? Um, if you go, I think I own the number one Maxi Morales. Ooh, which if you look at that graph, it's kind of funny to like think that that I own it because you you know I overpaid for it. Uh Look at that point three eight or something. Let's see, can I just go? What do yeah, you have good. the
1: last year's?
3: Like yeah, your, last year's number one. 1. Yeah.
2: Yep, Point that's three, me. 363. I, three. I remember I remember paying it. I was like this is a this is a good idea. <laughs> I mean, he uh, was good. No, he was I sure mean there are plenty of other he's, people. He's been great this year. I mean, look how many bids there are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Everybody wanted that that one of.
1: I mean, in fairness, this was what July 1st of last year, so what did you actually pay? $17?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That might be on the high side.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: I think... Yeah, I think it's fine. Ooh, Alan Cruz.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. You were the first one. So how does it feel to pay more for Maxi Morales than anyone ever has on the history of the platform? Do we know that that's true? Well, graphs certainly, what makes it look like... <laughs>
2: Uh, I feel just fine about that. I think he's won me some prizes, so. um, Oh, oh, oh. Look at that. Boom. The boom always saves you.
1: Same price that you paid. Oh. Exact same. But they
2: they don't have, they got 53 of 100. Yeah. I got the one, so. Yeah. It's better for me.
1: I'm sure there's a huge market for one of 100 Maxi Morales cards. (laughs)
2: Yeah. There might be a super fan out there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Or maybe Maxi gets involved or his brother and he wants all the cards, especially That's right. the first one ever. That's right. We didn't have limited cards back then. Yeah. Goodbye. Would you sell for uh, 0.063 to undercut the last? No. <laughs> no. All right. No. <laughs> so SkatePress is af- asking if Cornell is actually underpriced considering his
2: age and that. They were good last year defensively. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't like to like make any g- guesses or assumptions with goalkeepers, just because. Like I don't know, New York could suck next year. Like they could, they could be great or they could be awful. And I don't feel like you can just like make that wild statement with other teams, but New York. I don't know. A weird team to me. He doesn't
1: seem to have dropped either. Like, you're paying the same now that you did in September. and
2: Which seems kind of fine. Like, that seems kind of good. How old is he? Like, 25, 26? Yeah, not even. 24?
1: Oh, his birthday's coming up. He'll be 25 soon. I mean... He has this nice, like, fake shirt on.
2: Yeah. Can you zoom in on that fake shirt real quick? Just kind of want to see what's going on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That looks great.
1: I mean, it's definitely... Fake Are these band aids on his neck.
2: I don't know. I like the like the we're we're like his. I don't know. Like there's like a line that comes down here. Like what's going on there? Did they just like they messed up the Photoshop with a fake shirt?
1: Tried to make it a V neck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they forgot to rip it.
1: Right. No, I think I think he's fine. Like I I think we learned like that paying one ETH for. Or you know, 0. 0.8 for MLS for MLS goalies probably isn't great, and what you don't have to do that with him. So yeah, no,
2: that's fine. I don't know. Su- super rare goalkeeper prices. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what the. That's not my thing. I'm 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 bad at pricing them.
1: Well, I was saying to you the other day that the Tyler Miller one, which made sense for my gallery went for like 0.3 something the other day, the super rare. Yeah. And I think Dane St. Clair signed a three year extension like the day after. And I was like, Oh, maybe yeah, I avoided I, something there, but I don't know.
2: I don't know that that really means anything that, that he's going to take the job just because he signed, signed a long-term contract. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 0.3 for a guy that I would say it's, I would say it's Miller's job to lose. Uh, I don't know. I like that bet. Whoever, whoever bought that card and it sold for point, like point three,
1: I, uh, it was point three and change. I thought let's see what Tyler Miller's, uh, point three three five. Yeah. Hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. I don't know.
2: What are, what are your thoughts with the, uh, uh, super rare MLS cards that are on the uh, primary market right now. Have you seen any of them?
1: Uh, I saw some of them. I know that there's the Portland Diego specials tonight.
2: Yeah. It seems like they're offloading a lot of junk too.
1: I think part of that is there's a lot of junk in MLS. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they could give them away in the special weekly. So I guess auctioning them makes a little more sense. I don't yeah. know. I was looking at that Roosnock one and uh a Bottle War bought it for like 1.4 or somewhere around there, which is literally double what he offered me for mine. Or she, sorry. And so yeah.
2: Can which Andrew said that uh, they I take did. okay. I said um this. well they're are they they're priced pretty similarly, right? So the
1: the Uh, the first place prize
2: for champion
1: America limited this past weekend, first place was Slonina second and third place, both got Carlos heel. And I said, I would trade heel for slit or I would trade Slonina for heel like any day. Like if I finished first, I would contact the people who came in second and third be like, I'll, I'll trade. And yeah, no, it's it. I think everybody is blinded by the fact that he's 17 and a goalie. And sure that helps, but like, the fire are a terrible team, and there's no guarantee that Slanina take, like keeps this job.
2: Yeah, I mean they're going to sign a ton of people in the offseason. They they got rid of both. They got Brown rid of like, like basically the entire team. Whoever the other goalkeeper was, they are go- going to buy at least one goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, I mean if I'm holding a player, I would rather be holding uh, Gil. But if I'm selling, I just want to sell the card that is worth more now. And It looks like they're both worth about the same thing. So, if I'm holding, I'll, I'll.
1: You're you're winning so much more with that Gill card than you are Slonina.
2: Yeah. Like. It's wild to see how good Slo- Slonina's uh, scores were. I mean, they were. He being... was great.
1: I mean, they were very good defensively at the end of the season. Yeah. Presumably playing a bunch of teams that just gave up.
2: Let's see. They played. Columbus, I think Columbus could have made the playoffs with a a good push there at the end of the season. New York City. The problem is they great. were terrible. Yeah. Got a clean sheet. They can push Lake. all they want. Yeah. Yeah, they were bad. He scored 67 points against New England in a 2-2 to tie. 31 Save. all around.
1: Save a penalty? Wow. Yeah. Oh, because he just made 100 saves? Right. No, I mean, I think it's... I don't see any difference, honestly, like between him and Ochoa, except he's like twice the price. And they're goalies. They both play U23. So, like, you, I don't think anybody should be buying Gabriel Slonina and being like, I got U23 locked up for six years. Like, I can't do it. Keep in mind, I'm also somebody who's recently sold Bigelow for Vandevoort because of the extra years, and it was a stone disaster. So,
2: I think, yeah, I think that there's just too much uncertainty there. I mean, like, okay, let's say he does develop into, like, kind of a hot prospect even this year. Let's say he has a good year. I mean, he goes to Europe, and he's going to ride pine for, for years. I mean, I don't know. There's just a lot of uncertainty with a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, like, even with, like, David Ochoa, like, you, I, I feel like he's more just locked in now. And even if he does transfer to, like, Liga MX is the ru- rumor. I think that overall, that's probably a, a positive thing. He's probably going to go there and
0: start.
1: I
2: don't know. Yeah. I mean, they,
1: I, I believe Sl- Slanina's in the U.S. camp for this December, uh, whatever they're doing. So everyone got all fired up about that. But like, yeah, I don't see him becoming a, the U.S. men's national team goalie anytime soon. Like we just run out of time. So how does he? When does he turn eighteen? In May. So five or six years of U twenty three. Yeah. I mean. Again, can, there, he's he, literally the worst team in the league.
2: Can he even drive? <laughs> no.
1: Maybe in <laughs> Illinois, actually. I don't. Uh, I don't live there, so I don't know.
2: Wait, what's the what's the driving age in New York or Connecticut?
1: I didn't get my license until I was nineteen, but that was more about me than. Or no, oh. I was eighteen. I was eighteen, okay. almost nineteen. But I grew up in the city. I didn't need to. I didn't need a car.
2: Right. Right. Fair enough.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over three hundred and fifty million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: But yeah, no, I would take Gil at like, no doubt. I just there's. I think no I'm way. with you on
2: that. Like if, if if I if it's a card I'm keeping and holding, I'm I'm with you there. I I mean, if I
1: won Slonina t- this past game week, like I would sell him immediately, or maybe yeah. I'd wait until but like, there's no way I make it to the start of the season with him. Like I sell that. I just yeah. to get literally the best player in MLS. He's like a borderline cheat code. And you're like, "Nah, let me take the 17-year-old goalie. Is, the,
2: the is there any chances he ever leaves? Uh, not ever, like this year. Like, would he leave this offseason? Who, the MVP? Yeah.
1: No, he just signed an extension, I think. Or Did was that. Boo. Okay. I think it was Boo, actually. I don't know. No. Like, you want – <laughs> We're choosing between, like, the best player in the league playing for the team that won the supporter shield versus a 17-year-old goalie. For literally the last play, I don't know if Chicago finished last. Maybe they, maybe these uh, end of season draws, not even draws. He scored sixty nine points in a two nothing loss to Columbus. Yeah, I don't.
2: Achoa playing... or Slonina for next year? Ah, uh, I don't know. I think Slo- Slonina has the better upside as far as like like scores go, but I think Achoa is more le- locked in. So.
1: You know who the real answer is? Juan Romero from Hymnasia.
2: Ah, there you go. How long is uh is is Brune out but then then you're dude, it's it's Rosario Central.
1: Oh, that's that's right. It was
2: Rosario. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even uh but how many how many clean sheets are they keeping? <laughs> I mean they're basically the Chicago fire of, of the right. Argentinian League. <laughs> like it's the
1: same thing. He runs out though. July first, he's dead.
2: Is he? Okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah, I think I don't think anybody can make any like reasonable argument for Slonina over Ochoa or the other way around, other than the fact that Slonina is younger. Like they both play for really bad teams. One of them is going to have significant turnover and that's Slonina's team. And maybe they get much better and that's it. But like, I don't know. I don't they both have years left of U23 and we just you just don't know what happens. Like Thomas Hazel could become a starter next year. And then he's a U23. Um, wasn't the guy in Montreal U23 too? Not Pan the one who took over for him. He might not have been actually, now that I say that.
2: I don't remember. But
1: I, I just, I guess we could look up who the, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't need all
2: of that. The only, the only other ones that I remember were, were Freeze Matthew. Um Uh, hassle, and wasn't the the guy from San Jose U23 at like the very beginning of the season, Marcinkowski? Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, this is that's the list right there. And Felipe's uh, gone.
2: I won Felipe as a like tier one reward at the very end of the season. (laughs) That's how I had Romero
1: tier one reward (laughs) when he took over when
2: Brown had uh
1: COVID or whatever he had. Yeah, yeah, so skill level. Slonina versus Ocho. I have no opinion on that. Like I, it doesn't matter to me. What do you think would be more profitable: buying Gill and having an amazing D four team, or buying another goalie and building an OK D three that may never get a podium? You buy Gill. Should I say it or should you say it? Yeah, no, you buy Carlos Heel. Yeah. You want the quality? Yeah. Go buy quality. Slonina. Sell him, and then. <laughs>
2: And then by Heel, sorry. Or or you attempt to find the next Carlos Giel.
1: Well Sean always thought it was Madron, but now he's the best Carlos heel in Saudi Arabia.
2: Maybe. Or Qatar. We don't know or yet.
1: Qatar. That's right. All right.
2: <clears throat> Jimmer
1: loves the quantity over quality though.
2: Yeah. I do too. I mean I I I mean I don't actually like it, but my mind when I'm setting lineups tells me that i want to do quantity i was gonna say
1: for us monday nights and thursday nights quantity is really fun
2: yeah set lineups everywhere thinking of all the hundreds you're gonna
1: get and then it doesn't it, it doesn't happen more lottery tickets yeah i think if you're buying like i don't think focusing on mls u23 goalies is is necessary like It gets messy, but like K League and J League overlap pretty much a lot of the MLS season. Not all of it, but a decent amount of it. And they're better scoring than some of these guys, and there are more of them. Like, there's the idea of like, I'm going to get an MLS U23 goalie. Like, you have to look at all of the summer leagues and then pick from there. So it's not just Slonina versus Ochoa, it's Slonina versus Ochoa versus Tani versus. Oki, if he ever comes back versus Osaka, if he comes back and like, that's where you have to look. And my boy Juan Romero until June 1st, July 1st, excuse me.
2: Yeah. The, it, I think that that's actually really good sound advice. Like think of all the guys that might've got hurt early in the season um, or, or been out a while. Like I was talking about Eric because, because when they won the, their, their playoff game, you saw Eric Williamson, um, kind of celebrating with the team and all, all that. And I thought he was, I thought he was like on pace to kind of have a breakout year at the beginning of the season. Like he, was. What? he was doing really well and uh, blew out his knee and I'll bet you could get an Eric card for really, really cheap right now. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but that might be a good one to pull up to, to look at his uh, rolling average. I don't know. Um,
1: Eric fun. Doesn't he like that?
2: Yeah. It's uh, E R Y K. I think. Yeah. Oh.
1: I was throwing in an extra C for good luck. He had some really good scores at the beginning of the season.
2: Yeah, and then he had some...
1: Did he uh, get benched?
2: I, I don't know what that... I don't remember what that... Was that maybe international? No? I was Dallas? No, nope. he was just terrible. Huh. That's weird. Some sound advice from Black over here. By this guy.
1: I mean, in fairness, you're going to get him pretty cheap. Yeah. At the I think it's like, Building right there in the middle.
2: Could be a good gamble. I don't know. You Probably, it's on the market now for .03, probably, you know, another month. Maybe less than that. I don't know. Yeah. .015, maybe.
1: Be the hope. That was a brutal injury, too. Yeah.
2: Who was the other one? Andy Polo? He, he, uh, oh
1: yeah, that was a horrific injury.
2: He he had a and the same team, right? I mean uh, uh but he, he, polo was the very beginning of the season, I think. Like first couple weeks, it felt like.
1: Yeah, 168 is where is that? May, end of May. I bet yeah. he's cheap.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, even if he if he if he returns to last year's form, I'm just looking at his SO5 scores, it's like Eh, I don't know that I want that guy. Yeah. Yeah, Henman. That's a good one. Henman, good call down there. I I feel like Henman was like a few months into the season, wouldn't he? I don't know. Uh, Dude, people stole Jordan Morris. I mean, we're picking Jordan Morris up for nothing. Yeah, Henman's...
1: Jordan Morris was one of the first uh, limited cards I bought.
2: Oh, yeah. Probably for like $4. Um, might have been.
1: No, it wasn't that cheap. Oh, wait. We can find out right here. 0.01 actually seems too expensive. You overpaid. I overpaid. <laughs> yeah. I got the 8 of a 1,000 now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, everybody... <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, J Mo, go get him. Yeah, so Williamson went to the Gold Cup.
2: Ah, uh, that's right. I
1: don't even that's think right. he played. He's like one of those guys that like went and then barely played. Yeah. Thank you, Georgie, for remembering that. But is it worth? Like, I think the problem is is that I was hoping that the stars were going to be cheap, and they weren't. Oh, you know, you know who is cheap.
2: What do you want to bet the stars never there's no dip for the stars ever? Like we looked at it at, at Gill's chart, like there was never a dip, and there probably won't ever be a dip on his chart.
1: Yeah. It's because he's the best player in the league.
2: Yeah. This is a fun one. Not really. <laughs> well Carlos. No, it's Vela. a fun one. It's a fun one.
1: So Vela 0. 0.132. He's back up over 0. 0.2 now.
2: We don't even know if he's going to play. Like, who knows? Yeah, he might go to Europe. He might retire. He might. Did Did I read he just resigned? Or was it Chicharito that? Maybe Maybe it was Chicha that resigned. Somebody resigned.
1: We were talking about him. Yeah. You don't like Chicharito.
2: Well. (laughs) Look
1: at that end of season.
2: I know that's so sick. And for 0. .12, is that on the second? Somebody should scoop that up right now. <laughs> .12, my goodness. Yeah, it is. Look at that preseason. I mean, ah. shoot, I'll run. I, I always, I always like hate running two forward lineups, but I mean, if I could put him and Johnny Russell in a lineup together, dude, I'm set. They're getting decisives every week. Every week. Yeah. Peachy called it. Said he was he in the MVP, which he was.
1: He was absolutely like golden boot for MVP before he got hurt. Yeah. I like this pulse camp call for the U23. See, it's like stuff like that you just never know. Yeah. Temili is 49 years old. He might retire.
2: He's not that old. I've got the 10100 I mean, of, me, of, of him as well. Me. You have what? <laughs> the 10100 one of, of Melia as well. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and uh Graham Zusi, I think, I bought Amelia... bought, them both. bought the stack early. <laughs> <laughs> when
1: I finally like decided to buy a rare goalkeeper. I did. I bought Melia, Brad Guzan and Clement job who God knows where he is now. But like, I was like, I need guys who I know we're going to start and I know we're going to play. And that's who I bought. And I think what I paid, it was basically this time last year, maybe it was January is probably what they cost now. Like some of those guys, you can get cheap. Like Stefan Fry was like around 0.1. And he, I mean, when Seattle is like fit, they're easily a top three team in the league. Yeah. And they're good like defensively. What
2: about Steve Clark? You buying Steve Clark? I never bought Steve <laughs> Clark because of you.
1: <laughs> Why? Because of me. Because one day you were like, hey, this guy is coming back or he just signed whoever it was. You should buy him. And I'm like, oh, who's right, he right. here? Right. I'll buy Aljaz Ivichich. Yeah, and like no, 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 he's gonna start. He's like you're, and I was like, you know what, Steve Clark is not anything special. Yeah. You're right. He could start, and uh, yeah, Steve Clark he started.
2: Yeah, but but Aljaz came back and played like two games, so well worth games, well worth the investment.
1: Yeah, I don't think I I don't think I bought it. I won anything with him, but I did play him in a, in a midweek, I think, by accident once, and then he played, and I was like, whoa,
2: yeah. Black was right. Yeah, I've made some good calls. Leandro Desabato, my other another one of my good calls. Rosario Central special. Yeah, but, but now you can I can only get him. That's right. Romero. That's right. The midfielder I mean, you can... goalkeeper stack.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. Anytime you can get a <laughs> stack of the 16th best team in Argentina, you just got to do it. You just never yeah. know.
2: With with one of the guys that just never plays because nobody knows why. I think he's hurt.
1: Right. Marco March yeah that's a bummer one to get stuck with but you never know I and mean, he's pretty young too isn't he I don't you know, know. Like versus Stephen Fry yeah 25 got his whole life ahead of him
2: man he looks older than 25 first of all yeah, he does Yeah, I don't think they're – I don't I don't know. So you still think prices are going to go down, though? I, I do, yeah. I think we have enough time between the start of the season.
1: And people just get bored after – or not
2: bored, but they – I don't think there's enough patient people on the platform. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that people are, like, scooping stuff up now, but I don't think that, like – I don't know. I could be obviously completely wrong. And, and we've already seen, seen the dip,
1: right? It
2: just doesn't seem like it was
1: long enough. Like that's how I want to put it. Like a dip shouldn't
2: last like six days. Right. (laughs) Right. Why would they go down? Uh, Victor, I just, the season ends this weekend. So, um, are people just going to buy them in hopes for next year? I don't know. I, I think that you'll see a lot of like stuff too, where like guys don't get re-signed. I mean, I guess Portland and New York City still have to announce who who they're you know releasing right. and keeping, and then we're going to have a new team as well. Um, I guess the super draft is at some point, so there's going to be a lo- little roster sh- shuffling. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with that. That there's two two percent of players left, but I think that there's still that perception that uh, MLS is still ongoing
1: you know what I think might hurt it? The fact that like champion America keeps going and people yeah. are like, Oh, I have champion America cards. And then, then you put the lineup in and they're Like, Oh, I guess these guys are, are done. But like, I think the Victor, I, I want you, I don't want you to be offended by this, but I think you're too, you're thinking too practically. You're giving <laughs> everyone too much credit that like preseason is coming soon. And there's going to be a point where there are people holding MLS cards who don't who either don't like their existing lineup, their, their other like non-MLS lineups, or they don't have any. And then they can't play. And they're like, I kind of want to play. Let me see how much I can get for this Christian Roldan rare card. And someone's like, I'll give you 0.02 for it. And you're like, no, 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 how about 0.08? 0.05, sold. And now you can go buy a card. And it's like, that's <laughs> just how it happens. And you're like, yeah, I could buy. Yeah, let me. What European guys can I get now? Because I have this ETH now from selling this Christian. Or what
2: Asian U twenty three goalkeeper could you buy? <laughs> right. Because I see Jimmer in chat. He's really wanting to to pump Yuma over there. That's his boy Yuma.
1: Mm hmm. They're not going to be any left.
2: Yeah. That's his uh SoFifa strategy. For those that don't know, he goes to SoFifa, which is a FIFA. Uh, basically, overall, uh, should you be giving uh, this away? Yeah, for sure. He, I think he's totally good with it. Oh, um, right. Speak up in chat, Gemmer, if you're not cool with this. But he he sorts by potential. And okay, I'm done. No more. He said stop. All right. Yeah. That's it's done. So definitely don't sort by potential on Sophifa to find hidden gems. Hmm. <laughs> no, I think I
1: th- Victor, what do you mean the market structure is different this year? Just that the off season's shorter? It's funny I think
2: I think that, but we also have a ton a ton more users and we're going to have, you know, not really a ton more supply.
1: But I almost want to go the other way that we have a ton more European cards to buy. Yeah. Like it's, it's theoretically cheaper to get into champion Europe now than, or excuse me, challenger Europe now than it's ever been. Yeah. And so if you could sell some MLS cards and buy some Turkish stacks, go nuts. Now you can keep playing. Right. Like, I think we, I think people, I think practical people underestimate the, the desire for people to want to just keep
2: playing. So it sounds like you think there's going to be a dip still.
1: I think there is an argument of why there should be one, (laughs) but I haven't seen it yet. Like I, I don't know what I was expecting because like, like I said, like I wasn't, I'm not looking to buy more MLS rare car. Like I have, I have too
2: many of them. Like I'd like to sell mine. But would you, would you consider buying some so that you can sell them in March? Or is that just not fun enough?
1: This is just not something I've done. Like I, yeah, yeah, I I guess I should do that. I don't have the patience for it though. That's why.
2: Well, I mean, that's why you probably haven't sold those MLS players that are sitting in your gallery that that are extras because you have patience. No, it's not
1: patience. It's because I just can't get enough for them. (laughs) That's right. See, Victor wants to sell his cards. Yeah, he wants to sell his MLS cards.
2: Yeah. Everybody wants to wait until, everybody wants March. Maybe, maybe that's when we have our uh, our dip. All of us guys are hoarding these cards, waiting to sell them. We're going to be undercutting them in March. Right. When Sora was like, oh, wait, we still There's have no 25 way. rares to sell. We'll do them now. <laughs> oh. Do you think that they keep, uh, do you think that we're going to see them just keep uh, selling them in auctions once the season's completely over? all the way up until March? Or do you think that they'll like like pull them off and then like reintroduce them in March again or late February again? I think it
1: makes sense to wait, like from their perspective, like not thinking about what's best. I don't even know if that's what's best, but like what's best for so rare.
2: Well, do they want to sell it for more money or less money?
1: Exactly, it, yeah. that, like that's exactly what it is. And like, if they want to sell for more money, they wait. And if they want to sell for less money, they do them now. Like it's as simple as that. It's just a matter of how like upset we all get. And we're like, Oh, I can't believe you waited. And now everybody wants these cards and now they're all so expensive. Like, it's, it's it's
2: almost sh- like how they, they wait until the L five of a, of a guy is like above 65 before they release their uniques. And then the unique comes out like, Oh, what a coincidence. And, and then I love the comments where it's like, Oh, Look at look at so rare releasing well, it's like, yeah, that's like their business model is selling these cards for a high price. Yeah. <laughs> of like course it, they're gonna do that. Literally,
1: that is how they make money. <laughs> I we need to sell this JPEG for as much as possible. When is the best time to do that? Oh, and the yeah. guys banged in five goals in five games. Yeah. No, but I think this goes back to what Ivaldo said to us on multiple podcasts that like Sorare controls prices a lot more than we think they do. And this is the prime example of like MLS prices will not skyrocket if they can auction, you know, if they if there are a lot of auctions towards the beginning of the season. Because if they can give more supply then, then obviously that'll meet the demand. But yeah. if they sell them now, we get Christmas bundles in two weeks, and all of a sudden it's January, you know, thirty first, and they're like, oh crap, we're auctioning Carlos Heel ninety eight of a hundred, and the season doesn't start for another month, then we boom.
2: Yeah. And I think that's another big difference than last year. Cause like, I think surface kind of mentioned earlier, like they have, we have all these other American uh, leagues now and, and divisions and teams and, and all that. So like, there are going to be like other cards set aside that either can be used for prizes or other cards that are going to be there that can be uh, either auctioned off or that will be purchased as competitive alternatives. So, you know, there's going to be people buying minero cards and and river cards and they're going to be competing you know just alongside all these mls cards i don't know when those two leagues start by the way but i i imagine it's kind of around when mls starts
1: argentina and mexico start before mls yeah and so yeah i was going to make that joke that like the the best way to win in mls is to play river plate and minero players like yeah. i think it feels like MLS like dominates Champion America in terms of like the volume of cards because it does, but I mean, you roll out Santos stacks, and you know they've been successful, and so
2: on certain weeks, yeah, yes, yeah, so and we- they're they're we're gonna have a good week or two, three weeks of uh, Champion America Liga MX exclusivity in January. Um, so there'll be a little bit of a time frame for hopefully to to win some stuff where competition will be quite low. Yeah,
1: you'll get the uh tier two rare for first place.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll be competing against uh nine other managers for one prize. (laughs) It's like I would almost rather compete against you know, a thousand managers for twenty prizes. For
1: more cards, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um I thought Argentina was January 31st, but maybe I made that up, which is close enough to February. Brazil, not till April, which the other thing is we were saying, I know in a previous podcast, a lot of the league, they're starting early because they have the World Cup. We have the World Cup in November, like starting in November. So they got to get their full seasons in before that. But yeah. Right. So
2: we were saying all the leagues are moving up their start times just to kind of make sure that they're done.
1: Right. But yeah, Victor, this MLS stacks are not as good. I, I, Sean with his Chicago Fire stack is really the <laughs> only one I've seen like go full stack. Like I play Carlos Heel and, and Gustavo Boo together because it just kind of makes sense for me. Like I pr- should probably get Buxa too, which I won't. Although I wonder how much he, no, I mean, now I'm going to, now I'm like, yeah. oh, can I get a cheap Buxa this off season? Right. Now I have to look.
2: I, I'm trying to even think. Like you could run, I guess who's a, who's a defender? They have Andrew Farrell and yeah. uh who else do they have on that team that might be decent defensively? He's the best. I mean, he's I see the best one. Yeah, yeah, I guess if you wanted to do a full sack, you could do something like that. Yeah, Kessler, maybe. I know
1: uh Quinny loves Kessler.
2: Yeah, beyond New England, I just can't imagine like I mean, I kind of run a Seattle one because, but like, they're kind of like, I don't want to say weak in the midfield, but like, they don't have that dominant, like mid, uh,
1: Jao Paulo is amazing.
2: Nope. Uh, th- did I say Seattle because I meant Kansas city? Oh yes. Yeah. 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 So like K- Kansas city, um, they're just, you know, they don't have that, that dominant player mm. in there that they can just crush, but they also have Johnny and, you know, Graham Zusi a little bit this year. <laughs> for a bit I think uh, I
1: won I think I I won a a Zuzi card I think it was tier one maybe it was tier two I sold that immediately but um yeah Amelia Zuzi Russell Polito, and anyone
2: yeah Yeah. uh speaking of like teams uh Victor's talking about teams that crushed their league and like like New England might have been a good example this year uh and like the only other ones really in America are Minero and river. Nobody else really, you can make a case for Seattle. You could make it like, a. It, there's,
1: they never score enough.
2: It's just not it like, really is just it's not like, like running a river stack.
1: No, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we brought this up previously. Like there, there are players who are awesome. Yeah. Like Carlos Hill, but yeah, full teams. There's no, there's no one that works in MLS. Like, do,
2: that. do you think there's a reason for that? Is it, is it that do they have too many teams and, and the talent is distributed too far?
1: Well, there's like a salary, like the, the, the league is built for parity. Yeah. Okay. And no other leagues are like that. Really? Like financial fair play doesn't really do that. <laughs> like, that's not the point. Yeah. Oh, shallowy, Right. You need three forwards, Shallowy instead yeah. of uh, Polito. Yeah. Right. That's a fun front three that you can't play together. It's bas- basically Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe.
2: Should you be able to play three forwards if you wanted to? No.
1: <laughs> you
2: have to play So Rare Data Leagues.
1: Hmm. SO 11. That's fair. There you go.
2: Or So Rare Mega Leagues. Right. Come on. We got to be fair. We got to be fair. Do we?
1: I kid I kid but I also forget to enter those all the time
2: I forgot this week and I probably would have had some good teams I guess I won't be buying um, sneakers for any of my players because I'm not going to get any more coins
1: yeah that got a little too complicated for me
2: (laughs) yeah I don't I, I, I don't I don't think that that's like, I don't want to say like uh sp- spirit of the game is the wrong term. I think, but it's, 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 uh, it's kind of like going down a different, a different route that I'm not interested in. Like fantasy sports. I just want fantasy sports. I don't want to like be trying to figure out what pairs of shoes and t-shirts to rig up on my players to get the right bonuses. And like, even, e- even like, even if so rare was bonusless and they got rid of like, um, the bonuses on the cards, like to me, like yeah, I train my guys every week, but that that weird little three percent bonus, like, doesn't affect any of my decision making. Like, have I get you ever wrong
1: enough? I can't start figuring out who <laughs> wears sneakers.
2: Have you ever have you ever made a decision on a so rare lineup based on uh, the bonus percentage? Yes. Why you had two of the same players and one yes, of them? Yes, that's out. exactly what it was.
1: <laughs> but I played both of them, and it was like, well, which one do I want? Like, which one, which lineup of these two is more important that I'll put the? Yeah. Besides, you know
2: who, was? who was it? Reynoso. Yeah. Besides breaking ties, what's what like? What else? Like, what compelling gameplay decisions does that even bring I, in? It just doesn't. I think the int-
1: the interesting one is when you're buying cards and how much you value the extra XP. Yeah. Like, I get it. If there are two cards the same price, I'll just take the one that has more XP. Although, I believe Sean argues that you should just always take the older card because it is gaining XP faster than the new one because you'll lose, obviously, the 5% bonus for the current card. But I'd re- I don't have the patience for that.
2: I I think that that's like... I don't think that there's... like a right answer to, to that because if it's, if it's a new card, you get the 5% bonus plus whatever bonuses it has on that year. So like <clears throat> immediately you're going to have a lot higher percentage on that car, like in the next, you know, eight game weeks or whatever. Sure. The other one might get the XP on it, but um, I mean, you're going to get that card to 10, 10% yeah. in that season. Right. And I mean, I, I, an old card to get that to 10%. I mean that's like two years. Mm-hmm. I I have a uh, Hans Vinaken, uh from not the original 2018 year, the 2019 year or 2020 year, or whatever, and that thing's still at level 19. So it's like it takes a long ass time to get those things to 20. And and honestly, who cares? Jimmer's got two
1: of them, I think. Two Vanacken. got two, 20. at 20. He's just like, I, I remember one of his streams. He's like, yeah, I don't train this, these cards anymore. It's like, oh, that's fun.
2: I don't, I you you say that you would play a card with a higher bonus to try to get the threshold. I, I don't see that. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not following. Like, I play the card that's going to score higher. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I agree that prioritizing the cards that score more points are the ones that should be in your lineups. I say that after just scoring 130 points in Champion Europe, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. The lineup was so like I didn't think I was gonna win Champion Europe, but I thought like You're gonna win a card. I I thought there was it was in the realm of possibilities. Um and it scored uh
2: 147.26. Daniel, it's to prevent uh loans. It's, it's solely to prevent loans because like... for the XP deduction, yeah. Yeah, early days, like there was a lot of like card swapping and loaning and stuff. And without that XP deduction, um, they would have never got a got a good handle on it. So it was actually a good thing that they put it in. It's annoying as hell, though. I, I agree. Especially it's when you have new players that are... Well, when you have new players that just like, you know, are one card away and, yeah. you know, I have the card that can help them or something and there's just it's like but I don't want to also take a XP hit of right whatever like half twice sucks
1: <laughs> right because you got to get halves when you, you got to send it back right yeah I don't think loans are anywhere on their time frame but yeah I don't I think so like either that should be a priority at some point
2: oh there it is I, I feel like I feel like who's your other midfielder? It was Ravella who got hurt. Okay. So is the concern that Lakonga is just like? Oh, he's dead now. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. So you're gonna need to get Ravella healthy for this to be a workable lineup, or buy another midfielder. Correct.
1: I think we both know what that actually means. I'm buying another midfielder. <laughs> he's out. I think through the end of the like through the, this month. Yeah. I love the dramatic, like, he's out for the rest of the year. It's like, yeah, yeah it's December 7th. Like, come on. Yeah. Four weeks. Yeah, it's really ugly. Uh, yeah, DeTuro, I believe, had an error that led to a goal. I bought him because he was the cheapest one. Davies delivered as expected, to be honest. This is why he's here. Yeah. And Simon, this was like his worst game in forever.
2: So, everybody listening out there do not buy any of these players.
1: Yeah, like stay like I'm happy to sell all of them for t- twice, you know, if uh if you're selling MLS cards to buy these guys, I'm happy to sell them for whatever I paid for them.
2: Would you trade any of these players for MLS players?
1: That's a fun question. Um I feel like trading Davies should get me every MLS player. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I um I mean, that's basically the thought I'm like, okay, that the one week champion Europe experiment was a disaster. Should I sell all of these guys and buy MLS super rares? Which actually what I really should be doing is buying river plate super rares.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We, we have a podcast on MLS and it's like, just go buy river plate guys. Go, go build a river plate stack, go build a Minero stack and and win.
1: The Minero stack is absurd. That's why I bought it. I play it in champion. I mean, in limited. It's like the first thing I did. They rotate a good amount. No, like is it kind of hard to guess sometimes? No. It, there are some guys who are just locked in. Like yeah. Everson, is, is obviously the goalie, he's locked in. Hulk always plays. Actually, Hulk sometimes sits, but he always scores off the bench.
2: Mm.
1: Like this game week.
2: Yeah, I remember you sent me a message or something that like he he was he on didn't the bench start. Yeah. On the bench, he came on and scored. Yeah. I got my Morioka
1: points.
2: And Everson still gets uh, 44 that's... despite conceding three. Three, that's right. Man, what does he get, like, a lot of keeper sweepers or something? Or what's what's, uh, what's he doing?
1: Whoops. Uh, it's not going to pull up, is it?
2: Oh, yeah, click oh, on the 44. I mean, good gad.
1: Just a bunch of saves, man.
2: Does Opta... Brazil record saves differently than other leagues or something? <laughs> my God. What is that? Eight saves? It's, it's just a cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Get some good high claims. Whatever the hell that means.
2: But yeah. Better than better than bad high claims. Good,
1: it's a good point. Good yeah. point. I prefer my goalies to get, yeah, good high claims as opposed to bad high claims. So we've gone oh. an hour and 16 minutes now and we had no response of like when we're getting MLS cards cheaply.
2: I think we've made some, we've, we've made our guesses.
1: Is it never actually you think it is coming
2: based on very little data because, and I'll, I'll say the the reason it's based on little data is using last year's data. I think is unfair. Yeah. Because, and that means there's really no data to use. Like we can look at last year, but the supply was different at this point in time, like you kind of talked about that at the very beginning of the pod, like um, the supply uh, this time last year was, was off by like 30 or 40 or something. It was off quite a bit. So we had a few, we slightly fewer users too. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. For sure. So I think Victor just put it best right there. It's literally anyone's guess. I
1: I will say this. I think limited prices will be, dirt cheap, like just the the basic economics of what we just explained in terms of supply with rare cards and super rares, the inverse is there with the, in terms of supply with limiteds. There are so many limiteds they could sell. And we don't know, because again, this is one of the things that like, so rare has full control over this, but they could say, you know what, we're not gonna go past 400 this year with limited for MLS. We started late. That's why there's so many left, because limited cards didn't start until August, and no. MLS season was halfway over. And so, yeah, I think you're gonna just going to see like so many very, very cheap MLS cards. And I think we're, like, I set all those alerts at, like, .01. So, like, Jao Paulo is a .01. Uh,
2: Rusnak, like, Zelerion, or Zellerion still, to have no so- idea. I'm Not to cut you off real quick, but is the play maybe to do a little bit of speculation and think that, okay, there's a good chance that they add a rare pro or a limited pro division. So stock up on MLS limiteds with MLS limited depth. And also, like, are they going to let me use a limited in the, the rare division? Because, you know, like now you can move that um, common card in. Like, will they allow that to be a limited card now? Um, and maybe do a little bit of speculating with the like mid tier, because uh, I would think high tier is going to hold their value pretty well. Like, if you go look at, you know, Ruskock or, or or Giel or um, any of like the top end or the goalkeepers, like those guys are probably going to be like hold their value pretty well on the limited side. But like the mid tier guys, like I I bought Miles Robinson at what I thought was like a a steal of a price, and I bought. Uh, Johnny Russell, It what I thought was just like giving it away prices, but I'll bet they go lower. I'll bet they go even lower. For limited? And, yeah. And it's like, maybe you just build up a little bit of depth there and, on the off chance that they do add limited pro divisions and, and give you more utility out of those cards. I,
1: I think the available supply, meaning available to so rare to sell, would will make it almost impossible to speculate on limited cards in terms of buying and flipping them for a profit.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't mean buying and flipping for profit. I mean I mean having them uh buying them when they're really, really, really low and being able to use them and more divisions, them having more utility will provide them, you know, I don't know.
1: Like- yeah. I, I I think if you're buying low to play, then yes, they're, you'll, they're going to be really low. And I think it's going to get lower the closer we get because they're just too many. You think it'll get lower the closer we get? I do because with I limits. think they are going to flood the market with them. Huh? I think you're going to go on silver one day and you'll be like, I wonder if I can get a Johnny Russell and you're going to look and there are going to be five Johnny Russell auctions for limited cards that day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's going to be that every day until the season starts.
2: Well, to be fair, I mean, they, they're what, 200 and something in on a lot of those mints for limited. So yeah, they can, not even that, not even that. That I was going to say, not even. Yeah. So
1: yeah. There's just not enough time to get a thousand cards out, but they could like, (laughs) they could do it if they want. And I think that alone would make me hesitate to buy now.
2: Should you buy MLS limiteds or should you buy uh, Argentinian and Brazilian limiteds?
1: Um, how far along are they? Like they s- theoretically started at the same time, right? Like the last Julian Alvarez is at 156 of a
2: thousand. What's his limited cost? Point 0.9. Point oh nine. Oh 0.09. Excuse me. Yes. Yes. It's like, good lord. Yes. Hmm. Is he is he is he going to Europe? Maybe. He, yeah, he's like a 50-50 shot this winter. I hope not.
1: Yeah. Hope he stays in Argentina forever.
2: <laughs> At least until he's not U23 anymore. I was just about to say, until he turns yeah. 24. And then yeah, he yeah.
1: could go wherever he wants. Hmm. Take your young years in Argentina. Yeah, I that that's my fear about MLS limited cards like i think it's going to be i don't think we see it as much with the european ones because the limited and rare and super rare schedules are the same meaning they all came out at the same time but mls was way behind in terms of when limited started and there's just too much supply for me to think that they won't flood the market
2: like oh some I've, new season's coming up
1: i've Euro never seen them cards
2: i've never seen them do it though like like beyond the the bundles which i i don't even really feel like they were flooding the with the bundles um you don't they
1: didn't have the the ability to flood when you only have 100 per player yeah now we have 10 times that with two months to go it's gonna be fun to watch 800 Let's cards to sell <laughs> per player in two months two and a half months i'll i'll, I'll even extend it a little bit yeah I think they should do MLS bundles for limited cards. Like, yeah, like I, I agree,
2: absolutely should do it. Would you do team bundles or oh, wait? It's MLSPA, so I don't think they can do team bundles. Sure, they can. I guess. I mean, I don't does know. it matter? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think You, you know what they'll do? They'll do like the the letters of the alphabet. It'll be like you get uh, boo Bedoya. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Buchanan. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah
1: right i got a b bundle today oh yeah yeah no i think they'll do i think they'll do team bundles I, i'm pretty sure um someone a friend of mine got a dc united bundle and i remember he got he got it for so cheap this time last year it was like 0.1 0.15 and it had bill hamid in it with four other guys and he sold the others for like triple what he bought the whole bundle for and then yeah. got to use hamid
2: yeah. I think I sold, I think, three-fifths of the, of, of the one I got. I got it like .2, and then Eloy Room, of course, sold for, I don't right. remember, a lot more than, because they were the Christmas bundles, man. Right. And I think somebody asked us on Twitter, will the Christmas bundles come back? No, the Christmas bundles will not come back.
1: I I think the, we might get limited oh, ones. Maybe limited ones, okay. I think Santa uh, might bring some limited bundles. I'll,
2: I'll give you that, I'll give you yeah. that.
1: I just don't, I just don't see any other way to sell all these cards. Yeah. Unless again they just internally decide. Every two
2: seconds. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. Would you buy some bundles? Limited bundles? See, I don't even want that
2: many MLS cards. That's the thing. Um, it'd have to be like a a bundle of like like a team that I wanted to like follow or watch or like just be like, oh, I can get a Seattle bundle? Sure, I'll do that. Like that'll be fun.
1: Do you think there's any way? I'm going to say there's like a 0.01% chance, but do you think there's any way they sell full team sets? Hmm. Like here's a bundle with every Seattle sounder player we
2: have. Could they do it? Yes. Well, um, Obviously, they don't have the infrastructure like built in place to do that right now. Like they don't have like uh, bundle
1: of more than five.
2: <laughs> so, like if they build that and instead of like fixing some other things, it'll be really disappointing. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe someday. Like, what
1: if you could own every? Well, it's too late now. But like, if you could have owned every sixty-nine of a thousand Minnesota United team.
2: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Minnesota United. Uh,
1: Maybe they keep the Reynoso one out.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Not, not for me. I don't think. Okay. Um, or I think, I think the other cool thing is like, like Sur- surface tear missile has built an entire MLS rookie album. So like yeah. if you go on his gallery and look at like sort by what is it? My squads or whatever, mm-hmm. he's bought every single rookie card of a player of a, player in the MLS and it's that's pretty cool and it, it'd be cool if they like either did that or they did power hours that were all rookie cards and you could like get the buy those players up or whatever to start targeting them I, I find it really hard the way uh the the auctions are right now like to just like find the guy that you want or whatever like I wish there was more like I don't know maybe maybe a rookie power hour would be nice at some point
1: the last rookie I bought was pretty good, worked out pretty well.
2: Who'd you buy? Sandra. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: That's making up for, for
1: Sissy, Sissy, and uh, Eva Yeah. Sissy Sandra, right? Sissy,
2: Sissy, 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 Sissy. Can't I, I wish I had as rare, that's all I'm gonna say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Still can. It's probably at one ETH. At the, oh, it is one ETH. That's what everybody wants. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We've gone really long. Wow, that like flew. Sorry for everyone. Thank you for those who are still watching. Um, yeah. So I think MLS cards don't drop as much as we expected them to, except for limiteds, which might be a floor of 0.001 soon. <laughs> except for Carlos seal because he's the best player in the league.
2: I think that's okay. Yeah. Simple as that. You, uh, didn't, you didn't drop the mic? No. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh,
1: all right. Uh, so thank you, everyone, who has been watching. If you wouldn't mind uh, liking the video below, if you're still watching, bravo. Man, this is a long time to be sitting around. Uh, and if you were listening to the audio version, if you could please rate and review it wherever you listen. Uh, once again, this is the so Rare Andrews podcast brought to you by Rotowire and sponsored by so Rare. We'll be back next week with another topic. If you guys... Uh, would like us to touch on anything, feel free to reach out to us. You can find me on Twitter at Andrew M. Laird. You can find uh, Andy at a black 86 also available in the so rare discord under those same names. So uh, definitely hit us up, Andy. I'll talk to you next week. See ya.
0: This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently to the untrained ear. Everything on his shop floor might sound fine.